Welcome to the Great American Sports Betting Show, the show where we give you the real deal inside scoop on what's really going on in the world of sports betting. And now, without further ado, your host, Evan Wallace. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Great American Pandemic Podcast, a.k.a. the Great American Sports Betting Podcast aka the great american podcast uh thank you for tuning in again with us today it is friday march 27th uh last time we spoke was maybe 10 days ago and that feels like a month ago uh, if you are paying attention out there vegas has shut down completely however there's construction going up all over town. Houses are being built all over town. Uh, the police are stopping people from going down the strip. They're actually making arrest uh, of anybody getting near or trying to go down the strip. Sorry, not arrest, but they are stopping and pulling people over. Uh, shout out to at Hustler on Instagram, Joe Vargas, a longtime Vegas veteran, posted a video of him, him and his son driving down the strip and getting pulled over uh, and getting pulled out just because he's a, uh, he's a CCW uh, concealed carry member. And so, you know, as he told the police that he had a weapon, he was pulled out and he put that all on his Instagram. You can go and check that out. Uh, but shit's crazy. Shit is very, very crazy in America right now. The good news is that with all that's being done right now, we have shown a lot of resiliency as Americans, um, and that is good news. Also on the good news tip, uh, today, once again, we are joined by my homie, our co-host and producer extraordinaire, Cyprian Francis, AKA Sip Hop. Sip, what's really good today, brother? How you doing? What's good, Abu? You know, quarantined up in the crib, trying to be productive, trying to be positive. I'm looking at the calendar here, and I think, I think it's like day 12 of quarantine for me. So um, I know different states have, you know, different different rules in place. Um, but you know, just out here in LA, trying to trying to get it. That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am very, very concerned about my friend out there in L.A. Uh, please, please try and check up on him throughout this difficult time uh, because him, like all of us, are going absolutely fucking crazy. Now, um, thank you again for tuning in. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, all of the places where the podcasts uh, can be found. Please go and like, uh, subscribe. Give us a five-star review if you are so inclined. Uh, you may reach out to us on our email at sportsbettingpodus at gmail.com. Again, that's sportsbettingpodus at gmail.com if you have any comments, uh, questions, anything like that. Now, um, what, a, what a week, right? What a month. It's getting real crazy out here. Uh, how ironic it is that... Uh, I named the show the Great American Sports Betting Podcast, and then um, poof, right? Sports have been uh, very, very much shut down unless you are a player who tested positive for COVID or uh, one of your relatives or something like that. We've had uh, NBA player 
uh, Carl Towns uh, give an account on his Instagram. He put out a video explaining what it's been like for him and his family. His mother uh, is in ICU. Um, she had tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. And it's, it's pretty crazy because you have uh, a big part of the population who aren't affected by this and uh, will be just fine. And then you have others who, um, who are very, very uh, in danger of what this uh, virus could do to them, right? And so it's uh, quite a conundrum for the country and for the world. However, we keep moving on and that is what we are going to do. Uh, there are many in the industry who, who are cover sports, who cover sports betting, and they've either gone to complete shit content or they have stopped altogether. It would have been very easy for me to stop doing this. I don't get paid to do it. I do it because I am interested in it and I will not quit. Once I commit to something, we will keep it going. So that is what we're going to do. Now, let's uh, let's check in on some Vegas news. Zip. I'm not sure if you've heard of heard anything out there, but uh, uh, Win the Win Nightlife or uh, Win Hotel and Casinos, that's Win and Encore, they have announced tentatively that they plan to open up uh, on May 1st, right? Uh, and then you have Caesars, Caesars Palace, Caesars Corporation, all the properties that they own who are uh, taking reservations for their search engines uh, on April 17th. So not sure what that uh, tells you. I'm not sure what you'd like to read into that. Um, I'm not sure who the hell is going to be uh, ready to come to Vegas in uh, mid-May or early May. Uh, we'll just have to find out. Sip, what are you thinking about? You mean traveling? Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm called May. May. May is when I think um, the curve will flatten and we might start to get some normalcy. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. So um, some good news also, uh, speaking of when, uh, the, the CEO of when casinos and resorts has announced that all of the execs will uh, be cutting their salaries. They will not be accepting salaries and will be instead using it to uh, pay the frontline workers who are now furloughed or laid off um, as long as they can. Shout out to Win for that. Uh, also, following that lead, William Hill, the execs have uh, decided to do the same thing. Um, if you guys remember on a previous podcast show that we've done, uh, one of the things that I said, matter of fact, the number one thing that I said that needs to happen going forward is that uh, some of these execs need to be accountable. Uh, I was speaking mostly to the bailout companies, but here you have two companies uh, who haven't been bailed out yet, at least. Uh, and the CEOs have stepped up and did the right thing. The execs have stepped up and did the right thing. So I'm glad, first and foremost, that they are tuning in every week to listen to this show and listen to me. That is fucking awesome. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for doing the right thing. Um, so that's that. Now, quick story too. Uh, last night I went to go see a homie of mine. I haven't seen him in a long time. I went to high school with him. So I went over to his house and uh, it's him and his, his girl and uh, he's got a, a, a girl living there. I've met her a few times. She's a, 
She's the ex-bottle girl for a club here in Vegas. So, you know, we're just over there chilling and uh, playing this trivia game on, on PlayStation and whatnot or whatever, having a good time, you know, made it a little drinking game and, and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, toward the end of the night, it just got a little weird. I don't know, this chick, she's, uh, she's recovering from like a boot. She had a boob augmentation done two weeks before uh, the whole country got shut down and surgeons can't uh, uh, do any surgeries or stuff like that. So she's just been chilling. But um, the girls in the house were going a little stir crazy. So for all the fellas out there listening to this, uh, stuck in a house with some, some females, I know it could be a little, uh, you know, like a roller coaster out there. And I just want to say, stay strong. Now, uh, on that note as well, uh, I did get it on good authority. Uh, and this is some inside inside news, right, for Vegas specifically. Um, that yeah, the, obviously the uh, many industries are, are being affected right now, and the strippers and the escorts are no different. Apparently, now uh, I'm hearing firsthand, right, that it's been a very very tough go for. A lot of the Vegas girls, the strippers and the escorts, uh, shout out to them, you know, well, at least some of them working very hard. Um, but yeah, it turns, it seems that many of them have uh, decided to switch their uh, purview of what they're going to do, their game plan. Many of them moving to uh, online webcams, some of them even out there serving it up. Who, who knew? But, you know, if there's one thing I know, those girls are hustlers. They're going to figure it out. Uh, matter of fact, maybe, you know, we might have to take one or two of them as advertisers on this show, Sip, to get them, uh, to get them access to some of their uh, future clientele. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, right? Like, all physical interaction is being shut down. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if the uh, – the stripper or the escort industry has had any anything like this happen since you know over a hundred years ago when we had the last flu. Um, so everybody's, every, you know, I think what's happening is the shift to digital is is happening a lot quicker than, than we wanted. You know, that's that biblical <laughs> reference, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're paying attention and catch up. Um, yeah, is that what that was? I'm assuming Sip, right? But. Uh, but yeah, so a friend of mine, my homie that I was talking to last night, um, you know, that's basically what he was saying, like going forward, you know, who knows uh, if that industry will recover. I mean, think about that. You want to go into, uh, we all know it's like a Petri dish, right? You go to a strip club. Um, but now, you know, fuck. I mean, I don't even know. Like me personally, I'm not, I wouldn't go. Uh, but in the future when Vegas open back up that is something that would be very interesting to see if you know that industry stays resilient there was a strip club that is located right across the street from Raider Stadium right that was expected to be a boom I'm assuming they may still do pretty well but what about the others that are a little bit further um, and speaking of the Raiders Las Vegas Raiders Stadium uh, news came out this week in the last couple of days that a, a construction worker on the Raiders Stadium site, Allegiant Stadium, uh, finally tested positive for the COVID-19, right? We just can't really get away from this topic, unfortunately. It is what it is, but 
uh, that's big news because you would think that um, one person being tested positive would then affect the whole site, which then could potentially have it shut down, which is a something that is it, it can't happen, right? Because the Raiders have a season that is opening um, later this year and they are on a deadline. So um, what happened was last week, a worker was not feeling well. Uh, I think it would happen on Friday. He took off Saturday. Uh, he went and got tested. He found out on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday morning, he found out that he was positive. The uh, group, the construction group that is uh, in charge of the project had their statements ready to go. They mentioned what stairwells he went up, which elevator shafts he was uh, involved with. They said that they sanitized the whole place. They took precautions. They made him go home right away when he said he wasn't feeling good. He got tested. Um, and now they are going to remain open, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Raider Stadium will remain, uh, it will continue, the workers will stay, um, which is something interesting to me as well because, you know, you have to just figure, um, you know, we have many governor shutdown orders and stuff like that going, or, going on across the country, but if it's not safe for most, then it shouldn't be safe for anyone, right? And so if it was really that bad, everything would eventually uh, have to shut down. You can't have a halfway, half measure type of thing, right? It, e it is either of dire consequence and everything needs to be shut or it should be handled a little bit more intelligently. Um, that is my opinion. Um, Sip, what do you think about uh, when you first heard about the corona and what was happening in China? Uh, at least for me, I saw nothing but videos of people dropping dead on the streets, having seizures, stuff like that, um, thinking, oh, that's coming to America, around the world. Have you seen anybody out there on the streets seizing and dropping dead, Sip? No, I mean, the worst thing that I saw was like two younger people who had it and they were in the ICU and you could tell that they had a very, like you could tell that their their lungs were were full of, you know, mucus and, and fluids and stuff. And like that seemed to have been the worst part is that you, you have this buildup and you cough a lot, right? So, um, you know, that seems to be the, the worst symptom and it's something that you develop, right? Um, but some people are, you know, getting the virus and having minimal um, effects like a, a cold. So, right. you know, it's, I never assumed that it would drop and, you know, drop and kill you, but um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not too worried about the coronavirus in that, like, if I were to go to work and I knew somebody had it there, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's a tough call. It's definitely got to be a case-by-case -case situation. Case-by-case case for 370 million Americans. Uh, interesting point there. Uh, that's correct. And so I don't know as well, but I do know that they think this started in December. And I just want people to, to understand out there, um, you just got to use your logic, use your head. This thing was uh, thought of to have started in December in China. Uh, China and China nationals and, and, and business people, they travel in and out of China 
every day, thousands. They are in and out of America. So if it was fit happening then, it would have been already widespread here, right? So mostly everybody would already be affected. We know it's not as detrimental to most of the population, but it is very dangerous for a very small, small, small minority of the population. That is just weird, right? But you have to think that either we are fucked and there's nothing you can do about it, or we need to handle this a little bit smartly, uh, a little bit more intelligently. And so um, that is, I just think, something that I wish we could have all took a collective breath and figured that out ahead of time before shutting down the entire economy. And then there's people out there that say, oh, well, you don't want to put the economy in front of the health. And body. yeah, I understand. But let, let's, let's talk about this. So uh, Grant Cardone, <laughs> Grant Cardone is a popular uh, internet personality who is uh, big into economy and sales and stuff like that. Uh, apparently laid off a, a good portion of his staff. No announcements, no nothing. Um, did you hear anything about that, Sip? No, so tell me more. Like, were they upset? Or You're goddamn right a... there. <laughs> now, not only, not only are the employees upset, but now you have a lot of people on the internet who have you know, let's be honest, they're probably mostly jealous. They've been sitting uh, on the side watching Cardone with his private jets and his fucking Miami condo and stuff like that for a while. And now the first time, you know, Grant Cardone gets, you know, kind of caught with his, his tail in between his legs, uh, they pounce, right? And that's to be expected. But yes, you have a lot of people online that are calling him a hypocrite. They're saying you you po you post about positivity and about uh, overcoming adversity, being a hustler. And the first chance that uh, the first time that you face adversity, you not only laid off, I think it was around 40 percent of your staff, but also then threatened to sue any and every one of those motherfuckers that try to uh, cause a problem. Um, it is what it is. I don't know. So was but, it a was it a whistleblower? Was it someone that got fired that like unveiled all this insider information? No, it's I mean, you have to think about this. OK, so if you are a public personality, OK, if you're someone who's uh, benefited from uh, being popular and by having your business out there, you have to take the good with the bad because you've enjoyed a lot of positive uh, popularity and press for a long time and so when you do something bad you better believe that uh, that's going to come out too and so it was just yeah I mean once the uh, some of their staff found out how they were being laid off you understand this came out of nowhere right this wasn't something that most people were prepared for and so to have uh, your shit cut like that without knowing in a time like this yeah, they're going to go to the internet, um, straight to the internet and stuff like that. We have to understand Grant Cardone. A lot of people are heavily, heavily leveraged in real estate. Um, so they, like everyone else, are looking for bailouts. Now, speaking of bailouts, just last night, the, the CEO of Cirque Entertainment, like Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Employees, shows all over the world. Uh, quite many of them are here in Las Vegas. They have obviously been shut. The CEO put out a statement last night saying, 
He apologizes to all of his employees who don't know what's happening right now, who don't know if their jobs are safe, and said that he is awaiting response from the federal government for assistance to see if he can continue to save his business. We're talking about Cirque du Soleil, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a fucking game. Everything has been reset. Now, I understand that, and it's a big business, and you know they have fans, but if you cannot make it a rearrangement plan, a contingency plan, and um, have people come to your shows to help you get back, well, fuck, man, I don't know. Like, uh, you're talking about Cirque du Soleil, looking for bailout too it's just it's just really crazy now uh last week uh something for the listeners of this show just something to think about um i rent cars okay i don't own a car i don't lease a car i use rental cars all right so i had one coming from arizona that i had to swap out when i went to the airport uh it seemed as if every single car was in the lot i had a talk with the staff for a brief time and they are experiencing mass overflows, okay? Uh, Rental car companies in Vegas specifically have had to start using land outside of the rental car center to store their vehicles. Most of the fleets are stuck. For how long? Probably a good while. Now, most of this rental car stocks have probably gone low already. Who knows if there's a, a shorting opportunity there. I am not a financial advisor. I'm not a stockbroker, but um, you may want to look at that industry to see if possibly will it be going down further or is it already at a bottom point to where we know eventually uh, businesses will get back to work. People will start renting especially for enterprise and business type of rental car company. Um, so uh, there is that. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the news. That's the way we see it. That's the way I see it. Um, there's not really much else to say, right? Keep it locked right here. Um, any type of sporting news, sports betting, Vegas news, I will do my best to get it to you. Uh, with that said, stay safe out there, everyone. Stay blessed. And remember, this is not the end. It's a new beginning. We will talk to you next week. Everyone have a blessed weekend. And we are out. Peace.